Hi, I'm Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the Pantheon Network. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Prisoners of Rock and Roll third annual Christmas special. This year, we've decided to fill up the punch bowl, bake some cookies, and have a very special musical Christmas party. We're opening up the studio, inviting artists who have recorded some of our favorite Christmas songs to stop by for some festive cheer. We'll be spending time with Frank Sinatra and Nat King Cole, Darlene Love and Elvis, Dean Martin and Lemmy from Motorhead, ACDC and Henry Rollins, D. Snyder and Kermit the Frog. I better pour an extra shot of rum into the eggnog for this one. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Pass the Tylenol. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome to Prisoners of Rock and Roll, episode number 54. My name is Bruce Cramer, and I'm sitting by the Yule Log tonight with my friend, Santa's little helper, Ryan the Red-Nosed Reindeer himself, Ryan McCusker. Are you rocking? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah, man. Pris- <laughs> Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by Boldfoot Socks, as well as McCusker's Tavern in Philadelphia, and we're part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Our third annual Christmas special, man. I It's unbelievable. Amazing. It's unbelievable to me that we've been doing something that we can say our third annual. Like you said last year, that we could do something consistently is just amazing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to be around this long and still doing our show is great. Yeah, like, man. It's it's above my expectations already. <laughs> I <laughs> hope it's uh, above the listeners' expectations, too. Actually, I hope it's not. I hope the listeners have very high expectations for us, and we meet that. Last year, we did a whole show on terrible Christmas music. I listened to that episode. I was listening to it, like, all week, man. I think it's one of the funniest ones we've ever done. 
Yeah, that was a great time. We had a, a lot of great songs on there that were like funny as hell. So bad, man. Like the John Travolta's and it's uh, Cher and all this other kind of stuff. But uh, so this year we decided we're gonna have a big old festive open house at the studio and invite some of our musician, our favorite musicians, in for some milk and cookies. Uh, the only criteria is that the artist had to have had a Christmas song at some point. We're gonna have a little fun with it. We got a long list of cool stuff and some stuff that we haven't talked about yet, and a lot of diverse kind of stuff, bro. Yeah, dude, you found some. Um, you found some really good ones too. I actually have my uh, National Lampoon's Christmas pink glass, <laughs> and I'm nice. pouring a. I'm gonna pour a Mad Elf Christmas beer in my. You got uh, a Christmas hat. You got a Santa hat on. I'm wearing a Santa hat. I'll take a screenshot of it and I'll throw it on our social media. We're doing the. Got to get into uh, the the festive spirit. So, all right, maybe we start, man. Why don't we? Uh, who we invite? Who do who do we invite to this party here? I think I think I actually hear a knock at the door right now. Let me. Uh, I and I, I. It looks like it's some of the classier artists uh, who have some some stuff. I see uh, Frank Sinatra walking in. Hey Frank, and, what's up, buddy? Yeah, he's probably got the bottle of Jack Daniels. He's heading right to the punch it. bowl. Yes, so. he is. He's yeah. staggering already, dude. <laughs> he's looking for the broads and uh, all that other kind of stuff. He probably Waiting loves the episode to... that we. He's going to smack us in the mouth. Uh, he loves the episode we did on the Rat Pack, and you know, of course, his uh, Christmas album, man, a, a, a staple. Here, let's play a little bit of. Uh, here's thirty seconds of "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide gay From now on our troubles will be mild Man, I love that album. Oh, he's the chairman of the board for a reason, brother. You talked before. You said you like a lot of this really traditional kind of uh, yeah Christmas I really, Christmas stuff. I do. Um, have yourself a merry Christmas, little Christmas is one of, is probably my favorite Christmas song there is. The bridge part of it's amazing. I don't know. It yeah. always gets. It always hits a sweet spot. Sweet sweet spot in my heart. I, I like him too. I like that a lot. I mean, I you know, you and I are both Sinatra fans. We did a whole like two and a half hour show on him and the Rat Pack a while ago. Oh yeah, really interesting dude too, man. But um, yeah, and his Christmas album. It, it was interesting. I looked up. I was just looking up some some stuff on Wikipedia. And it's like the, the third album he ever put out was a Christmas album. It was really? like a, yeah, a lot of those artists. You know, they wait until way late in their careers, and you know, we've said before sometimes the stuff is just a smash and grab, put something out, but. I mean, he put a classic Christmas album out without even trying. Yeah. I mean, he, he just, like, I don't think he, like, slapped it together. I think he, he thought about it for years. Like, what songs would I do for a Christmas album? And he nailed it. He hit a home run with it. You know? Yeah. I remember seeing it in the record store through the holidays, and it was, like, always, always on sale for Christmas. He's just one of those artists that at Christmas time it's just timeless music and um, yeah. you know, I kind of went on this rant last year that I was like how does you know who who decides if some of this stuff still sticks around like Burl Ives is still relevant or yeah a lot of artists that uh, you don't really hear that much anymore you don't you don't hear a lot about other than at Christmas time I mean Sinatra is above all that but you know some of these other guys like Nat King Cole you know you, really, you yeah, don't hear besides, much about yeah I mean besides doing the uh, Unforgettable with his daughter you know, Natalie Cole. That was a big. That was a big time 
project when that came out. That was groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Yeah, you man. really don't, you really don't hear anything much from the Cole from until Christmas. You know. Yeah, I was listening to that whole the Nat King Cole album recently, like the whole thing, and you, know, you hear like there's like one or two songs you hear on the radio. And I was he like, was great. Is, it was really good, man. He, I, I'll, let me play a little bit of it. He's joy to the world. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Man, his, his voice is just so smooth, right? It's like effortless how he's singing he's, that. Nobody sounds like Nat King Cole. Yeah. yeah. I don't know I, a lot about him, like his personal life or anything. Yeah, I don't know anything about like how he passed away or anything. I yeah. know that he was really young, passed away. But he left uh, behind a lot of great music. Yeah, you know, he died pretty. Sh- he died young, right? Like you said, like, you know. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to get all too much down the rabbit hole with it. We got so much stuff to talk about. It's great to hear from him from the holidays. It always is, man. He can go uh, make his way over to the punch bowl. Yeah, you know who else would be in that group of the uh, really uh, like the crooner kind of guys? I guess maybe they'd all all the classy guys would be taking the limo together, and uh, one dude who well, Dean Martin would show up with Sinatra, right? Absolutely, he's part of the Rat Pack. Maybe yeah, Sammy D's with them. Sammy, Sammy Davis, Davis Jr. They took him everywhere with them, you know. Yeah. Let's get some Dino playing. Yeah, dude. Here you go. Maybe it's cold outside. Are we love to play this, man. Is that is that uh? Are we still canceling that? Is this still offensive? I I'll couldn't... I'll get to that. Play the song and I'll get to All right. that. Really but baby, it's cold outside. Got to go but baby, it's cold outside. Been hoping that you drop in. I'll hold your hands, they're just like ice. Beautiful, what's your heart? Listen to the fireplace roar. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Put some records on while I pour. Baby, it's bad out there. No cabs to be had out there. Again, man, just so effortless. I know. I mean, this is my whole thing. Yeah, everybody's getting on the bandwagon about boycotting the song because they're whatever the fuck they're talking about, whatever. But what's the number one fucking song in America is What Ass Pussy. You know, like that song's number one. That song's fucking offensive. Yeah. And they're going to say this song is offensive. I think people just need something to bitch about. and I don't know, man. It was like two years ago there was a big blow-up about it, and now, I don't know, it seems like every time I'm in my car and I have the Christmas station on Sirius, it, there's some newer version of that song that's on. Like, John Legend has done it and a bunch of other people. I'm so over John Legend. Are you? Yeah. He can, he, he I don't know. He's great. I'm, I'm just over him. I don't hear him it, enough to really care. I he's hear like, on, he's like and, on everything. He's on the. Uh, he pops up on the serious uh, Springsteen station every once in a while because he covered like "Dancing in the Dark" and some other stuff. But I don't know. I don't really. I don't really care either way. Yeah. Some other classic people, dude. You got Bing Crosby and the Andrew Sisters on here. What a what a great song this is. One of my favorite growing up. You know. Is it really the Mal- yeah. Maliki Maka? Absolutely. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of this song. 
Um, really? It was I in like, the it was on the vacation movie. Yeah, I like this. I mean, I like Bing Crosby's version. Uh, we talked about. I think in our first annual Christmas song, what a what a bad dude Bing Crosby was. If he comes oh, to a yeah. party, man, he uh, if he brought his kid, he's probably putting dirty underwear on his kid's head and calling him fatty, telling him to stay away from the cookies because uh, he was not a nice dude. He was really mean to his kids. Yeah, Bing Crosby, shit bag. Yeah, of yeah. the week, shitbag of the week. Dun, dun, dun. Shitbag of the week in the first Christmas episode too. But here's you a little bit of can't beat him. You can't beat him, but he could beat his kids. Hey, oh, hey, yeah. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day, and all the stars at night. Alikilikimaka is the wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Alikilikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. I grew Again, up with man, that just, just the, that voice, man, is just so smooth. And he's, a, he's just a dude, nobody knows any of his stuff outside of his Christmas music. No, I mean... What made his career come back was when he uh, sang with Bowie. Absolutely. I mean, that was the best thing to happen in his career. And it, probably the last thing he did, I think. It was. He died a couple months after recording that. And that song got so popular because MTV had just started. Yeah. And they didn't have any Christmas videos. There was no Christmas music videos. But they had that recording of the two of them because it was for a Bing Crosby uh, Christmas TV special. special. Yeah, and yeah. they cut it they cut it out and they played it all the time on MTV and that helped make that, that that's my favorite my single favorite Christmas song ever. Yeah. Uh, I know some people don't like it. I I love it. That's, it's that, not that I don't like it. It's just uh I don't know, a little traditional sounding. I like the juxtaposition of Bowie and Bing Crosby together and I like the way the harmonies work and I don't know, that was the first I think it was probably the first Bowie song I ever heard. Uh, Definitely. It's probably the first time my recollection of knowing who Bowie was, was yeah. from that. The Andrew sisters are cool too, man. I love the harmonies of that stuff and the old like uh, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy and all that kind of yeah, stuff. In the they're 40s, great. So. They were great. Yeah. Alright, man. I got a couple other of these. The classy guys that all showed up together, man. Louis Armstrong. Hey. I talked about... I talked... That's Fat Albert. I talked oh, about shit. this... <laughs> I talked about this last year, dude. This al- I love this album. And for the life of me, I don't understand why it's not more popular why you don't hear it um i don't know i, I think go ahead now here here I, just, I love this this is one of my favorite christmas songs I, it came on the other day and i was like oh, i love this song and my daughter was like every time this comes on you go on this rant about how great it is. here you go <laughs> i'm preparing for some christmas sharing but i pause because hang in my stocking i can hear knocking is that you santa claus Shoe is dark out, ain't the slightest spark out on my clacking jaw. Who's there? Who is it? Uh, stopping for a visit? Is that you, Santa Claus? Are you? Man, I love the voice. The I love this. I love the rhyme pattern and the words, the, the music. It's just awesome. Really, he, I love it. He is an American treasure. I mean, it, it's, it's it feels like he's getting lost in history. I just I told I sent you um, there's like a document. I think I sent you a message about it. Like there's some documentary coming out on like Apple TV or HBO about him and everything that he did um, 
kind of like race relations and everything else. Oh, yeah. So I'm definitely going to, I'm looking forward to checking it out. Oh, he broke barriers down. Like yeah. way before like Chuck Berry did. Right? Like he was, he was like the original guy going around and breaking barriers down. Being he was like, he was, a, he was like adopted and he had all kinds of, you know, I don't his, know a whole lot about him, but. His mom was like a prostitute in New Orleans and hmm. he grew up with all the prostitutes. The prostitutes like raised them. Huh. And uh, I don't know. We got to do a jazz episode so I get it all into this. Maybe let's make that the first thing we do in 2023 because we got to we'll have a couple weeks off. Right. This is our last show yeah, yeah. for 2022. So maybe maybe we come out the gate hot. As we they shall say, see. In Radio Land. So we'll, we'll have to talk about it. But go ahead. No, there's a, there's no, just a lot right. of interesting shit. I we in could there. do, yeah. I mean, and I'm sure at some point we'll do an episode on just one of those guys, right? Like I mean, Miles Davis, like super yeah. bad. Coltrane, Coltrane, any of those dudes, Thelonious Monk. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of Kenny G. We could do, what? <laughs> do He's all got a this Christmas time. album. We we invite him to the Christmas. He's party. not invited to the Christmas party, so no. we actually. He probably wanted. He's outside looking in the window. He wants to come in, but we're not. D. Letting Snyder him. won't let him in. No, D. Snyder's gonna. D. Snyder and Lemmy are gonna. Uh, they're holding him upside down, shaking the change out of his pockets. Collecting. <laughs> I think we had two other guys, man. It would come in with the classy dudes. Let me find this guy. He's probably just gonna sit down at the piano. He could be playing background music for the whole time. That's Vince Guaraldi. I who love that. Who don't love the Charlie Brown Christmas special? Even my uh, my fourteen year old just came on the other day, and he was like, "This is an acceptable Christmas song." I was just talking about like stuff that we're putting <laughs> on the list or something. He was like, "This is acceptable." Oh, uh, he, thank Tom. Thank you very much. I, we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, he's got very specific taste in music, like most fourteen year olds, and uh, but he likes this stuff. You're right, man. And, and the Snoopy song is timeless. So, remember they would do the uh, fight with the Red Baron, the Red Baron song. Yeah, that's that also that's my thing. that's my second favorite Christmas song ever. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that guy is awesome. I mean, that's total Christmas to me. This Linus and Lucy. Yeah, I yeah I don't even associate that with uh, peanuts. I associate it with Christmas time. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I got one other dude that kind of I put in as like the classy broad. He's not like in that level, but um, I don't know if you ever listened to Bruce Coburn. No. He's, like a ki- he's a Canadian dude. His last name is actually spelled Cockburn, but he Cockburn. Um, I know yeah. somebody has a Cockburn. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Bruce Cockburn. So uh-huh. it's my it's my nickname on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday nights um, <laughs> when I'm out out working the streets. But he put out. A, he's a Canadian. <laughs> he's a Canadian like kind of singer songwriter, and he put out an album, man, in like the early '90s, a Christmas album. And I think I only got exposed to it because I remember it was like right when I first started working in the music store. They were playing it a lot. And I just always kind of dug it. It's just kind of like acoustic guitar kind of stuff. Here's his version of God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. 
Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy Oh, tidings of comfort and joy Not on the same level as Sinatra and that King Cole, but it's, it's just a kind of a chill I like it, I like him yeah, I, I mean, I never really liked that song, but I like what he was doing. I always yeah. felt like that song was like a bummer. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's me. I, don't, I like the cheerful Christmas songs. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So Some of the old traditional Christmas songs are just depressing as all hell. Yeah. And we talked about that last year, man. That like a lot of times, like some of the newer stuff too like white people just want to be miserable you know like christmas shoes and all that other kind of uh, kind of stuff is just really depressing yeah all right so i think that's kind of it for the crooner wait i think i hear wait somebody oh wait i think i hear somebody at the door who could it be who is it <laughs> it's dmx holy shit dmx DM- come on in pal dmx here with Nat King cole and frank sinatra and he wants to sing wow. some Rudolph the red news reindeer DMX, will you do a song for us? Oh, I'm sure he would. Uh, he would love to. Here you go. You know, Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on, put off the red nose reindeer. Had a very shiny nose, and if you ever saw it, you would even say it. Good. <laughs> uh, it's so great, man. I it's what? Fantastic. it's fantastic. Holy shit. Awesome. Um, God I, rest his soul, man. Yeah. I don't know how you top that, but I think if he rolled in, man, he'd have his homies and he'd probably have Alvin and the chipmunks with him. I absolutely think think so. <laughs> I, I think absolutely I think I think that his dogs might eat Alvin and chipmunks. Right, right. Where my dog's at and you got chipmunks because it's Christmas time. But uh here's Here's, uh, here's Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Christmas song. I fucking hate this song. So much. Really? Yeah, I hate this song. Alvin! Alvin! Oh, uh, come on. It's, it's I know a, you love it. I, know I, I it love it. I love it. I love it. I love, love, love. I think that guy was a genius who came up with that like, speed up tape and made a song out of it. It's it's cool. I mean, how it's done. Yeah, sure. Especially at the, in the time. But I just, it never did anything for me. It's, yeah. I had it on a track. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm sure you did. Yeah. That's how I, long I go back. That's how far I go back. Yeah, man. Everyone's Googling what the hell an A-track is right now. After they're Googling who was Nat King Cole and all the other shit we're talking about. Yeah, if man, you don't man, know I, who Alvin the Chipmunks are, shame on you. Uh, I'm sure everybody, yeah, that they have to. But 
Yeah, our but, listeners are our listeners are smart. So if, if chipmunks are coming, there's probably other animals coming. So it would only be appropriate that Kermit the Frog would be here too. Kermit, so. come on in, pal. Yeah, man. Hey-ho, have a seat, Kermit the Frog. Here. Kermit the Frog here. Hello. Have yourself a merry little Christmas, Kermit the Frog. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yule tide gay. Is that from the that Christmas album that did with John Denver? No, it's from an album just called The Muppets A Green and Red Christmas. Ah. Oh, oh dude, dude, Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem cover that Louis Armstrong song I just played. Play it. What? Play it. Uh, wait. I'm preparing for some Christmas sharing, but I pause because hanging my stocking, I can hear a knocking. Uh, I love Classic. that. Yeah, I love doctor. it. This album doctor. says it came out 2006, so it's a good thing we didn't invite the John Denver one because they would probably be the um, the crew that sang uh, 12 Days of Christmas, so we don't have room in here for all those we people. We have no pilot room for 12. I don't even think we have room for the Cheech and Chong Christmas. No, you know what? We didn't. It's probably a good thing, man. They'd be in the corner smoking weed with probably with DMX. So definitely, that uh, them and I think Hanson's here. Hanson, you know what? I think uh, we did invite Hanson. They must have snuck in when we weren't paying attention. So um, yeah, man. Here's we actually have them on the playlist too. What Christmas means to me by Hanson. You know what, man? Listen to that with the headphones on. They're really getting after it singing that. Oh, that kid's soulful, man. I've never he, listened to that. He's very you know. soulful. Yeah. I just I just heard Alvin from the Chipmunks challenge Hanson into uh, beer pong. The, uh, the three, they're, about, oh. they're about to get it on on beer pong. Oh, man. I Thank God Karen Carpenter is in here. She'll be throwing up all over the place. Hey-oh! From, play, from playing beer pong. We didn't uh, invite them. We did not no. invite the Carpenters. No, They're we too didn't lame need, for us. We didn't need them sitting in the corner, Karen, throwing up in the bathroom and everything else. And you know, hopefully Alvin and the Chipmunks don't wind up drowning in the punch bowl. So, you know, uh, who else, man? We got other people coming in here. I'm looking through the playlist, other people that we invited. Hang on. I think I see somebody walking up the door at the hallway right here. Darlene Love. Man. Hey, baby. Dude, uh, this is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Christmas songs. Uh, I just, I'm instantly transported back to being too. a kid. Me oh, too. Here you go. Christmas All baby, right. please come home. Oh, 
So like, great. She's, she's a great example too, just to listen to of um, the Phil Spector, like that wall totally. of sound. It's such a an enormous towering sound. Really, Can we cool, do an man. episode I, on him. We have not, and we should. I don't want to talk about his his crime shit though. I don't want to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, just I mean, what he we haven't talked about like what he did to music. We talked we a little bit like in that Beatles episode we did. Yeah, when he re- he produced Let It Be and some other shit. But um, yeah, man, I would love to dive into some of those producers like Ahmed Erdogan and him and uh, you know guys like that. It would, it would be interesting. But yeah, the the murder thing. I mean, that's been there's like that HBO series and all kinds of other. Yeah. Who played about. him? Al Pacino. I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. That was a weird, weird thing. Yeah, he's a I weird. Dude. Was, he was a weird I think, dude. I think it was weirder than the yeah, Liberace movie with the Michael Douglas. Oh my god, I had forgotten about that too. Phil Spector died, right? Yeah, he's gone. Did he? Yeah, uh, he died. Uh, yeah, who cares? It's Christmas time. I deal with him. He's another <laughs> shitbag of the week. He's another. Yeah, we can give him too. He can hang. Shit bag of the week. Dun, dun, dun. He's not invited <laughs> to this party either. So, no. Yeah, somebody else, man, it snuck in probably the door. With the, he's probably hanging out in the corner with the Hanson kids. Would be Shirley Temple. You know, she hey, had Shirley. A really, she had a really big hit with uh, "I'm Getting Nothing for Christmas," and it's amazing. You know, somebody named Shirley Temple. She's over in the corner drinking a Shirley Temple. Imagine that. You being the bartender. You know, it, is it coincidence? I, I think not. Right. Amazing. Amazing. How did that happen? A girl, it's amazing. This famous actor had the same name as the drink. But here's a little bit of I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Broke a she's bat a, over somebody's head and holy shit, she's a bad little bitch, ain't she? She should be hanging out with DMX. She's gangster. She is gangster. Man, she's, she's gonna be Shirley Temple. She's gonna be the shank a motherfucker. My gosh, she's a uh, violent little baby. Yeah, dude. I hopefully she's not stealing anything. I hope I locked up all of our equipment and something like that. You know, I don't want her sneaking around. She's a hood rat, bro. You can't ganking, trust the hood. Ganking, you can't, ganking you can't trust the hood rat. Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't know who else is coming. Wait. Oh, wait. Somebody else is. Who in is the, it? I don't know. It's, all right. Hang on. Let me go get the door. Let me, you know, who see is what it? that who is. Right, it? What the hell? Who the hell keeps. Man, oh, my God. Let him in already. Oh, it's the warden. Hey. The warden, Rob Owens. Hey, Rob. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, inmates. It's everyone's favorite warden. And I'm here to bring the Christmas spirit to everyone in this asylum known as the Prisoners of Rock and Roll. Christmas is a great time to spend with family and friends. And music is a big part of the holiday season, so I have a special surprise for all of you. I've asked someone that I know to come over and sing a Christmas song for you guys. You're definitely in for a treat. Bruce, I'm sorry it's not Springsteen. He's busy promoting his new album right now. And Ryan, I'm sorry it's not Trey Anastasio of Fish. He's too busy getting the band ready for their shows in a couple weeks up in Madison Square Garden. I originally called Kate Bush to see if she would want to come by and say hello, but for some reason she wouldn't return my calls. She's not the first woman to ignore me, and I'm sure she won't be the last. Anyway, without further delay, 
all the way from across the pond singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Here's Chris Martin of Coldplay. Merry Christmas, guys. All right, well, that's enough of that. We could just move yeah, on to the next totally. <laughs> yeah, go help yourself to some cheese and some beer, Rob. There's some in the fridge. Yeah, right, I can't. We'll... Fuck that cheese. Chris I Martin can't. can Chris Martin can uh, take it here. We'll show him the door. He can leave. Yes, yeah, slam it in his face. Ah, <laughs> uh, you stay outside, man. We don't we don't want him in here. No, not a, we're not big we're not fans. We're, we're not Rob, this luck, party. Rob's lucky we'll let him stay. Yeah. Um Oh, who who, I wonder. I wonder who that could be. Oh, it's Keith Richards. Keith, thank, Keith Richards, thank you for man. making another year, man. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, the last Christmas party, the first Christmas party I went to was actually uh, Jesus's birthday, and now I'm here hey hanging out with you, idiot. So, man, his version of Run Rudolph Run is awesome, yeah, which is Keith amazing because I just we just have it on the playlist. Here you go. Get to it, Keith. He gets he gets overlooked, man. His solo stuff is you know, there's stuff he does outside of the stones is oh, really sure. pretty is pretty rocking, man. Yeah. I mean he's Keith Richards. He like when he walks it's rock and roll. Yeah, that's a great that's that's really good. Yeah, he did do just exudes rock and roll. So I was just watching the um the documentary, like the behind the scenes of the making of the unplugged album they did, stripped. Oh yeah. It was it was great, man. It was just, you know, he's yeah, it was them like re- practice. Like it was all like rehearsal footage. Yeah, it, but it was really I've cool. Seen it. Yeah, I always like just... shine a light too. The uh, yeah. Scorsese. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. I was just I was wrapping Christmas presents. Had it on TV. Was and of course, it, so. how how rock and roll is fucking great. The Chuck yeah. Berry movie when he's sitting there and he's fighting with Chuck Berry, they're going back and forth yelling at each other. Yeah, yeah. I've heard him tell that story a couple times about. Uh, I've heard Keith Richards tell the story of Chuck Berry yelling at him, like, what are you doing on my stage or all this other kind of stuff? Just awesome. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Um, you know what? It has been almost all dudes that have been so far in the party. And I, as I was doing some, some research, man, I found that um, a tie back to the heavy metal episode last week. I was playing that band, the Girl School. Right on. The 60s, all the heavy metal band. They have a Christmas song. They cover oh, really? Uh, old Lang Syne. So I, I was like, yeah, dude, let's, let's invite him to the party. And uh, here you go. Rocking. I like that. 
Yeah, yeah I was man. digging that. Never heard that before. That was some good stuff. I was just looking around, looking for some other rock and roll stuff, some people we could introduce or invite to the party. Um, yeah, man, we, just, a, we just made friends with them, too, like last week. Yeah, there's an album called We Wish You a Metal Christmas that had a whole bunch of really cool stuff on it that I was really digging. Um, right. Yeah, man. I was... Uh, uh, Alice Cooper's on there. A couple other, a couple other people that are really, you know. Matter of fact, we might as well just get right into Alice Cooper. Uh, he might be here somewhere. He might be like coming. He's gonna come out of the closet, all like or a coffin he's got a or snake. something. He's got a snake right. with him. Christmas snake. So he's hiding uh, somewhere. He's coming out of the basement or something. But he had a song. I think he's hanging Shane. out with the Muppets. He probably. Hey, you know hey, what, uh, dude? Yes, yes. He's hanging out with the Muppets. That scared the shit out of me as a kid when he was on the Muppets show. <laughs> But yeah, he had a song called Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Here you go. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming. That's Claws and Santa Claus, of C L A W S, like the. Ooh, I'm gonna, like I'm I'm claws. With my claws, with my uh, claws. Alice, you know. Alice Cooper is invited to any party. I don't care if it's Easter, my my kid's baptism, my wedding. He's welcome anytime at the we prison. We talk about Rock Alice a lot. We do talk about Alice Cooper a lot. That's no. cool, though. Yeah, you know what else we talk about a lot? Who's that? Lemmy. Of course. And I think he's actually, uh, I, he came into, he probably came into the garage, and he probably is uh, drinking the Jack Daniels that Sinatra brought. I think I think I could see him playing the, uh, the Nintendo over there. I'm sure he'd be playing, like, Tecmo Bowl or some shit like that. You know? Yeah, he's, he's a big video game guy. He would be. He'd be t- listening to the, he probably went up to the warden and asked for his autograph. Oh, because he. Um, the warden. We need to make a jingle for him. So, yeah, man, Lemmy's probably asking for him, and Lemmy's actually with Billy Gibbons and Dave Grohl, uh, also doing a cover of "Run Rudolph Run," even though Keith Richards just played it. But still, man, this is I. I love this so much. Here you go. He plays it better. Let's see. I love that so much. It sounds like they've been drinking all day. Uh, I'm sure there's probably less hours in his life where he wasn't drinking than there were hours when he was. Saint Lemmy. Uh, he's great, man. And I'm, I just picture him singing that wearing a big Santa hat like I'm wearing right now. And just, <laughs> just aw- probably a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. It's just awesome. Yeah. I think I found that uh, two years ago doing our first Christmas episode. And I'm like, this is so awesome. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter how many times we hear the song tonight. We got to hear. like I like their version better than the uh, Keith Richards version. Yeah, I like the Keith Richards version, too. Um, 
but I do like their version. And I, I think I like it more just because it's Lemmy, and we just talk about him all the time. Hey, I, uh, you know, so I'm just going to go get myself another glass of eggnog, and, uh, oh, wait, there's somebody else at the door. I wonder who that could be sound effects are so cheesy. <laughs> it's like but it's like, oh, it looks like it's a, a handful of guys from um, some metal episode from the metal episode that we talked oh, yeah? about already. Like, so. come in. Who is it? Yeah, man. It looks like Ronnie James Dio and Tony Iommi are here. And oh, they wow. want to sing God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. They, I probably, they probably thought it was a Halloween party, not a Christmas party. Oh, but, let them in. Let them yeah, in. Man, let I, them sing. Again, Dio, man. If Dio was outside my house Christmas caroling, I'd be, uh, I would give him some figgy pudding. Here you go. <laughs> Remember Christ the Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Tides of comfort and joy that's Man. great only only ronnie james could make christmas sound creepy like that. i think i think tony aomi's trying to strap kermit the frog down to an altar and uh and sacrifice him sacrifice him to the pagan gods of christmas holy shit man that's yeah, that's uh, that's also from that "We Wish You a Metal Christmas" episode that, uh, song album that a couple other of the songs that we played were. But another guy that, that I think, yeah, yeah man, I'll, to, I'll send you the link to it. It was yeah, right some on. Interesting stuff on there. Another dude, man, that we covered, we talked about last week in the metal episode was Rob Halford Rob. from Judas Priest, and he has a Christmas album. Yes, uh, it is. Oh, dude, it's great. I, I really like it. But here's he covered "We Three Kings." Very technical. It, like, whoever's drumming on that song is really getting after it. And you're right. Ripping it. Is, and the guitar's really soaring. And I, I was digging it, man. I was playing that. I was doing some stuff outside the other, uh, my house over the weekend, and I was cranking the shit out of that, probably pissing off my neighbors. Yeah. <sighs> just closing up, my, closing up my camper for the winter and had that really going. But Like, if you're not playing country music, you're playing Rob Halford Christmas music. <laughs> right. Take that. Right. You don't you don't like it when I'm sitting in my backyard listening to the Grand Old Opry? Well, here you go. Here's something different. <laughs> so, he probably would show up with a bunch of other. We got some other kind of heavy metal dudes on here. Oh, you know what? And if, if Tony Iommi and Dior are here, they're probably hanging out with King Diamond. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, what was the name? Oh, they were just here. Merciful Fate. Yeah. Yes. Merciful Fate. Yeah. King Diamond, man. He's probably he would still have all the makeup on his face would just be crazy. But, you know, Alice Cooper would, too. So they could go hang out together in the corner. They could go play beer pong next against. uh, I just saw a picture of King Diamond hanging out with the guys in Striper. (laughs) It was a funny, funny picture. Uh, And and the lead singer of Striper is like, oh, we're just all people. Until King Diamond like stabs him in the back with a like a knife or something. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, Striper they might show up maybe after they get out of church. 
you know, I think they're going to Midnight Mass, but we could play a little bit No Presents for Children by King Diamond. Yeah. It's so over the top, dude. His voice, dude. Uh, he's the great, one of the greatest singers ever. I, I mean that. I, I, I mean that. I mean, who could sing like him? Nobody. You, you talked about him uh, very reverentially in the uh, the shock rock episode. Shock rock episode. I just, I can't with the voice. It's too much. But no, it's all right. I agree. I agree. It's, it, it becomes too much. But the idea of it is awesome. I don't know if I can sit through the whole Merciful Fate concert though. Yeah, I did come around every couple of years. And, they were just yeah. here. They were just in Philly. Were they? Maybe that's what I saw, that they were coming around or something like that. But You know, it's so funny. People are like, it was so great. It was so awesome. How, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like a song or two. Yeah, a song or two, it's almost like, a, like holy shit. All right, this is, a, this is a, it runs its course very quickly. Yeah. I think, right. the, the sounds. Yeah. yeah, I can't. Maybe maybe one song, you just kind of have a laugh about it, but that's also why I just played it. I went up and got another beer. Another beer because I didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want to sit through, sit through it. But um, oh, I hear another knock at the door, man. This place is getting really fucking crowded. Ooh. Let me let me open the door. Oh, look, it's the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Holy uh, shit, dude. There's I don't like know 30 how, of them. Right, I don't know how many people are in the orchestra, so they can all go uh, cram in. They're probably all, they, yeah. all want the, they all want the warden's autograph, so they're all going to file oh, in sure. one at a time. Right so. through, guys. Here, the warden's right over here, guys. He's over Come here. On. Right. Nice right. to see you. Thank you for coming. All right. Lemmy, get out of the way. Coming through. Kermit, don't get stepped on. No. Uh, Wizards and Winter. I don't know what Trans-Siberian Orchestra do. If they, like, hibernate in the summer, they just come out. Because they're also, like... um. They're con- every year they're on the road, like nonstop. They, they were a metal band back in the eighties and nineties called Sabotage. Yeah, and uh, maybe on the off Christmas off season, maybe they play with those dudes. But maybe the Christmas gigs, their whole gig all year round. And when like, they, they play, man, yeah. they they do like they do two shows like in a venue. Like they'll play in Philly and they'll do like an afternoon and a nighttime show. I was so, looking about going, but the tickets are really expensive. Yeah, they like I've never seen them, and I thought it would be a pretty cool. I've seen, I've heard they put on like you know, there's a lot of lights and all kinds of other yeah, fire stuff. and shit. Yeah, it would be really Metal. cool to see. Yeah, I've just never, um, yeah, if it was like a $20 ticket, $40 ticket, I'd be like, all right, cool, something to do, but not now it's I'm like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm not paying uh, Taylor Swift money to go see it, but no, but let's play a little bit of that, man. Wizards and Winter. This is just an instrumental, but. Yeah, man, that's a def- that's a more tolerable Christmas album that comes around every year. And uh, do you remember you know, I- that? Do you remember that being out when we worked at the record store? 
I do. And I remember that here and yeah, I was like, all right, man, it's actually like a like a rocking uh it's not like cheesy rock and roll song. It's not any of the crap that we played last year. No, it's but then you hear all their songs in like diamond commercials and shit. Yeah. You know. But I would, God bless I would, them. They're they're making like, I, hardcore money. I would love to dive in and see like uh you know, there's a brilliantly like marketed band, right? Like at somebody at some point they made a decision we're gonna make that uh shift over to being a Christmas album, a Christmas artist, and they're just going to milk it for what it's worth. Like, good for that, man. Yeah, what did, what did they go on tour, like, Thanksgiving to Christmas? Yeah. Right, they're like a, I don't know, like a like the Spirit Halloween stores. They've only got a real defined window where they <laughs> got to make all their money for the year, and they, you know, that's them. They go out on the road, and they, they crush it. They, I wonder, I have to look up how many dates a year they play. I was thinking maybe there's two bands. Like one band plays on one coast and another band plays on the other coast. Oh, like the uh, like the blue band group or something. Yeah, something like like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at it. yeah, they came out in '99. Yeah, dude, out the they're doing uh, this year. They're playing a 60 city tour. Holy shit! So you figure if they're doing 60 cities, man, 100, 105 shows in 66 in 60 cities. Man, they they work their ass off when they have to. Yeah, so they, they probably they, they probably sit in their, money. Yeah, they sit in their mansion all year round, like Santa, and like, all right, right got to go to work. <laughs> right, Santa works one day a year. Those guys work for a couple months a year. You know, yeah. meanwhile we're we're sitting here slugging it out, doing a show every two weeks. But <laughs> for free, damn it! Right, right, God damn it! This um, is all art to us. This is all passion. Right, right. We had to change ourselves to like the prisoner Siberian orchestra or something like that. I think we might um, get sued. We probably will. They're probably going to sue us just for playing their song too. Um, <laughs> so just playing. You're saying how the Trans Siberian Orchestra used to be a hair band, yeah, right. So and there's really only one hair band that's like still standing, that's still around and touring. That's Steel Panther. Yes, you can. Sit. Yeah, they're hair band. Yeah, definitely. And I didn't know they actually had a Christmas album out until you put it on the Christmas playlist. I, I saw their name on the invite list for the party, and I was like, oh, shit, they actually have a Christmas album. Yeah. I, I mean, I found the song. I, I, it's tongue-in-cheek. What is the name of the song? Uh, Sexy Santa. All right. All right, here we go. That's great, dude. Come on. That's like poetry. Oh, shit. That's some listen, funny shit. I don't listen to them enough. Every time I hear them, though, I think it's hysterical. I've seen them on like um, like a Practical Jokers a couple times. and Yeah. I don't know. Just everything I hear, I'm like, all right, it's really funny. I could take them in little little doses. I don't know if I can go to one of their shows. I, I might. Again, it would depend on what it costs. Um if they were on the tour with King Diamond, I don't think I'd be able to sit through the whole thing. <laughs> but, but they are funny, man. Yeah, they are definitely funny. I mean, they got a lot of videos on YouTube that are hysterical. I know they're all yeah, they're mocking the whole hairband kind of thing, but they're also you know they're they're cashing in on it too. 
Yeah, I mean, they're not taking themselves seriously at all. I mean, yeah. none of their music is. I but mean, I, every, everything about them is like a cliche of what the hair band shit was. Yeah. I mean, a lot they're of those bands. They're great musicians. They're totally killing yeah. And a lot of those bands, I mean, those bands, like Poison didn't take themselves seriously, right? No. Like a lot of those bands were about having a good time. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know really if I have a strong opinion about them whether either way, like if they're awesome or they're kind of being douchebags. I don't know. I think they're kind of douchebags. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I'm sure they'll sur- they'll surface. They're like frat other- guys. They remind me of frat guys. Yeah. It's kind of like when you go see Motley Crue and there's all the frat dudes that are wearing all the Motley Crue stuff. Or uh, yeah. When we saw the Motley Crue Alice Cooper show together. Like they were. All the frat dudes are wearing all the Alice Cooper, like the corpse paint and all that other kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You go, you go see Springsteen, the dudes are wearing the headbands or yeah, whatever, any of that stuff. Ah, uh, all right. Who else is? Who else are we waiting for to come to this party? Well, hang on. Let me get the door. Let me see here. Oh, it's Paul McCartney. He wants to play Wonderful Christmas Time. You uh, can get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah. you're not invited. Yeah, you can sit Paul. outside. Yeah, Sir Paul. It. Right. We don't want to hear that god awful song, man. <laughs> I think we built the whole idea of doing the show around that bit of slamming the door on Paul McCartney. Like we don't want to hear you. But uh, you know, I think as as he's actually walking uh, out back to his car, I think I actually see D. Snyder walking up. Let me open the door and let him in, man. D. Sni- brother, D. God, Snyder, man, so tall. Yeah, we talked about him last year or the last episode on Heavy Metal, man, about all the kick ass stuff that he did. He has that whole Christmas album, dude. And it's, dude, it's pretty kick ass. Yeah. Play something. Yeah, dude. These are, yeah. Here's Magic of Christmas Day is D. Snyder and Lizzie Hale from uh, Hailstorm. Hailstorm. Right on. It's the season two. Man, she can really sing. She's great. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not a big um, hell. I'm not really into yeah. hailstorm. But. Yeah. I mean, I told my story about opening up for them before. But yeah. um, D does a Christmas show every year with Twisted Sister, doesn't he? He, he goes I think he out. does. Yeah. It's really they wear all the They wear all the uh, ugly Christmas sweaters and all that other kind of shit. Yeah. But it's on YouTube. It's really funny. Yeah. I, I like their Christmas album a lot. There's like that, Halford, like Bad Religion's Christmas album. It's like all things that are like solid parts of my rotation every year but didn't invite bad religion to the party shouldn't have but we talked about that before yeah um, speaking of 80s dudes man we talked about uh steel panther and everything tom Kiefer from Tommy. cinderella did covered he, blue he, christmas he used to come into the uh, store all the time he used to come into this into the record store he used to come into sam goody and organize all the cinderella albums yeah all the time. make sure they were all front it yeah, yes he absolutely did. yeah should, we should have gave him a job we should have. He probably would have taken it too. That's a sin. I, this guy could play the shit out of the guitar. He's a great I, musician. He was how far we done fell. Yeah, man. I found an album called Monster Ballads Christmas, and it was like Skid Row, Winger, Janie Lane, Twisted Sister, Firehouse, Nelson, Dockin, Striper. Uh, Striper's on here. Uh, All right. 
Billy Idol. Billy Idol. What the hell is Billy Idol doing on this? But anyway, Tom Kiefer covered Blue Christmas, and here you go. Without you, I'll be so blue. Just thinking about you. That sounds way different than I expected it to. I hadn't listened I to think, that before. I think Tom had um, throat surgery. He has like his voices, his uh, vocal cords are like partially paralyzed. Yeah, you could totally. I mean, it's a shame that you could you can hear it. You can totally. You said hear it. you said before that they're not a hair band; they're a blues band. And holy they're, shit, yeah. man, that that's a blues cover of that song. Absolutely. I mean, they just got caught up in the uh, that first album is a hair band album. Definitely. Uh, everything else after that kind of really bluesy, just songwriting songs. I never really gave them much attention ever until we started doing the show and you were saying how much you enjoy them. And I went back. Oh, and I loved them growing up. Was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, all right, it's pretty. I don't know. They just kind of fell through the cracks for me. Uh, well, I they were from the, Philly, you know, yeah. so you know, I had to give them like local love. You know? Yeah. I was spending too much time listening to Man of War instead of uh, yes, instead of Santa. That's Cinderella. your problem, bro. There you go. You, I, my, you got, Man of War doesn't have no Christmas songs. You got to stop wearing that that furry bottom. Hey, no. But I'm not Bruce Cockburn. That's my other nickname. I'm furry bottom. <laughs> my, when I, Jesus Cockburn. Christ! My parents. I hope my mom doesn't still listen to this show. <laughs> she God. she probably gave yeah. up on us a while ago. She listened to uh, the Motown episode. <laughs> Merry um, Christmas, mom. Yeah. So if we're going to play Blue Christmas, we probably should talk about, like, the best version of Blue yes. Christmas. And that would be Elvis. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think we didn't let Elvis in. I actually think he, like, uh, he came in through the back door with, like, a red carpet rolled out. So Yeah, I mean, he's the king of rock and roll. Who needs an invitation? He doesn't need an invitation. He just right. shows he up. He, need, he comes through the wall, like, comes through the wall like the Kool-Aid guy. He just breaks through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. All right, here you go. Blue Christmas. Be so blue, just thinking about you. Decorations of red on a green Christmas tree. Did you see the picture that I posted today on Facebook? Yeah, Sun Records. When I went to Sun Records and they have an X on the floor of where Elvis stood and sang his first record, That's All Right. So, of course, smack the ass that I am. I get down and I kiss the X on the floor. When am I ever going to be there again? I was thinking about that because when I went there, they let you hold the microphone that he said. Oh, I have in. pictures. I have pictures of that also. And they told us, they asked us to not lick the microphone. And I was like, they might have told me that because of you. <laughs> like, I kissed the floor. I didn't lick the microphone. Right. That would be unsanitary to kiss the, <laughs> kiss the mic. I licked the floor where he was. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really, really cool, man. I, yeah. That's a building that 
I, I think we both talked about this. But yeah, when I went there, yeah. it was like I was nerding out so hard. My wife, my wife, who's in the music, she was like, "Okay, it's a little, you know, it's a little place." It was, no, it was it's, right. It was, it was a little much. She's like, "It's a little much." Like, it's really, really cool to see it, but you're like really nerding out. So, well, yeah, that, she married a nerd. She's got to put right. up with it. I was the guy on the tour. I was asking all the questions and all this other shit. And, Excuse know. me, miss. What kind of recording tape did they use on the right. Echo? Right. The guy, like, they had that little display of um, the guy that was smashing the Elvis records. And I was like, did he throw him with his right hand or his left hand <laughs> when he threw him up against the wall? Uh, yeah, I was asking all these questions about, like, Hal and Wolf and all kinds of other shit. But anyway, you know, whatever. Maybe we want to take a break? Yeah, man. Let's get some eggnog. Yeah, maybe we'll take a break. We'll uh, we'll make sure everybody's got a fresh drink. Make sure Lemmy hasn't killed Frank Sinatra. Make sure uh, Owens hasn't passed out. You know, like he did at his birthday in the bar the one time when he almost got Dude, thrown out. It, I'm not cleaning up this puke. I'm not right. You and you. If he throws up, you're out of here. So, Simon and Theodore, they're cleaning up after him, and uh, they're gonna have <laughs> quite the they're gonna have quite the job because uh, Rob's a little bigger than they are. So I think maybe we'll, um, yeah, we'll take a commercial break. And then I think we actually have a bus coming that has all the other people on it. So I don't, I can stop playing the fucking tour. Oh, they're going to be <laughs> all, they're going to be fucking wasted when they get yeah, there. Yeah. We'll just have the party bus rolling up with all the other people oh. on so I can, so I can stop playing the doorbell song. Theme, let's put so. the tarp, let's put the tarp down now. Yeah, dude. We'll start putting the plastic down. So, all right, man, we'll be right back. All right. Stick around. Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia. There's something for everyone on the beer list and the jukebox at McCusker's. It's minutes from the sports stadiums in Philly, making it a great place to stop by for a few drinks before or after a concert or a game. Come see for yourself why everyone from Philadelphia Magazine to Playboy has called it one of the best dive bars in the city. Visit them at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia or on Facebook. That's McCusker's Tavern. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. 
I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, (laughs) oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. This is the really festive time of year for a lot of people. Most of us are spending a ton of time with friends and family. Heck, you might be listening to us in the car on way to your Christmas party right now. But this time of year can also be overwhelming to a lot of people. Us rock and roll fans need to stick together and take care of ourselves as well as each other. So try to take a few minutes and reach out to a friend or a loved one to say hello and see how they're doing. Just reaching out can have a huge impact on someone. And if you're ever feeling down, help is just a phone call away. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 800-273-8255. We love you guys. All right, we're back from the commercial break. Thanks so much for sticking with us. Dude, I'm feeling uh, like I, I was just hanging out with Cheech and Chong in the corner over there, man. I'm feeling pretty lightheaded. It's secondhand smoke, man. Yeah, man. I was actually just talking to DMX, and he asked me, he saw my my socks, and he was like, yo, what are you wearing? And I was like, dude, I'm wearing Boldfoot Socks because Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by Boldfoot Socks. And we're so proud to have them on board because they're just good people. And I told him, I was like, when you're done this party, man, go on boldfoot.com and check out all the cool shit that they have. I was telling him how they donate 5% of their proceeds to uh, charities and how they're a veteran-owned business. And he was like, that's dope as fuck. I'll go check it out. So. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and I think there I see the party bus coming down the street with all the other people that we have God. on the playlist that we don't want to deal with. But uh, let me open the door and let them all in. Come on in, everyone. Whoa, look hey, at everyone. Whoa. Hey. Jesus What's Christ, up, everyone. Oh, here's Bob Bob Dylan's in the front. Mr. So. Dylan, it's very nice to meet you, sir. I've been waiting uh, my whole life to shake your hand. He's like, uh, yeah, he get out of my way. He's just got his sunglasses on. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. But uh, he did say we could play a little bit of his Christmas song, Must Be Santa. Here's a little bit of that. Love it. Love it. Santa wears boots and suit of red. Who wears a long cap on his head? Santa wears a long cap on his head. Cap on his head. Suit of red. Special night. Here that's what must be Santa. Must be Santa. Must be Santa. Santa. 
it's that's such become a, one of that's become one of my favorite Christmas songs, man. It's I, only been out for a good ten years now. I really like that song, and I'm yeah. I said a zillion times on the show that I'm not a Bob Dylan fan at all. If you ever want to see something funny, watch the video on YouTube. I've seen it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's great. Yeah. It's great. It's like all the people in the house are like partying and stuff, like we're doing right now. Right. 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 Yeah, I think Lemmy was actually just doing the uh, he was doing a jig up on the stairs, the polka music. Oh, Lemmy, please don't fall off the chair. Please just <laughs> relax. So, Keep on drinking. Everybody have fun. I yeah, I like Safety that song. First. Safety I like that first. song a lot too. Yeah, don't don't trash everything, man. We got we do have to use this for uh, recording every two weeks. So Hey, Rob, don't clog up the toilet again. God damn it. Oh, uh, Rob, I'm not plundering it out. <laughs> cleaning the bathroom. Nope. Ah, not doing shit. It. Man, who else can see it? I see the Black Crows are walking in, dude. They they did. I did not know they covered Backdoor Santa. This is a great tune. You put this on the playlist, and I was listening to it today. I'm like, this was really rocking. Here you go. I always loved this song, but I never knew they did it. It's rad. I didn't either. Yeah, here. I make my runs about the break of day. We should do a show sometime about, like, so underrated as a band, like how good they are. They are. They they've been amazing for like the last thirty years, man. Right. It's like I mean, you, that, you put it, on you put on like the classic rock station and you hear their stuff, even though it came out in, like the mid nineties. You know, but I feel like they jumped the shark. You know, like they're just putting like nothing good out and touring off of Shake Your Money Maker Money last maker. summer. You know. Um, they're one of my favorite bands. I, I think I'm allowed to say that. Like, they're jumping the shark now. I haven't listened to anything new that they've done in a while. But, um, I mean, I don't know when that version came out. That that had, like, a Stax record kind of sound to it, or like an Otis yeah, sound. Yeah, it was great. Right? Like, rocking and soulful at the same time. Really, really cool. You know what's another, like, soulful song? It wasn't on Spotify, but it was... Um, I pulled it on YouTube. Here, let me play a little bit. Of, it was uh, Wilson Pickett covered uh, Jingle Bells. Oh, wow. And it was like, dude, it was, I heard it, uh, I don't know, man, I was flipping through all the stations on Sears the other day. I put on, like, the Soulful Christmas station. Yeah, yeah. Let me play a little bit of this, dude. It was like, I was really, really digging this. Cool. I really That's dig great. that, man. Yeah, yeah it was man. Real, real hooky. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Makes me want to dance. Now that Wilson Pickett walked by, we could actually play, probably play a little bit of the Megadeth Christmas. The snowman was a jolly happy soul With a corn cob pipe and a button nose And two eyes made out of coal <laughs> 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 yeah. 
they're great, man. And they're in like ugly Christmas sweaters when they're doing, when they're doing that. Let me see what else is on here. Oh, rock and roll, dude. They're coming in, man. ACDC. Yeah. Mistress for Christmas. Dude, I love this song. Play it. There Turn it go. to 11. Here you go. I, dude, I love that album, The Razor's Edge. Oh, yeah. That's what I want for Christmas. That album? Oh, Mistress for Christmas? Mistress. I want a Mistress for Christmas. And maybe some ho-ho-hos in the stocking. No, hopefully hopefully the warden isn't uh, dipping into the eggnog a little bit too much. He'll come sit on your lap and ask for a present. No. Oh, dude, let's talk about <laughs> sitting no. on laps. <laughs> you might have had uh, too much chili. Oh, oh, my gosh. I hope not. Oh, speaking of that, dude... Um, I think she think we actually we did have I didn't even see him come in, but somebody let in Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder, and uh, they're actually off in the corner. They can't really nobody's really paying attention to them, so it's so offensive. <laughs> they, they're, they're stuck in the corner. They can't find right. their way out. Yeah, they can't find their way out. It's a perfect thing because we actually have some of the you have the little stinkers, and we have some other people that are kind of like you know that wrote all the fart Christmas songs, so they can go over by them. And just crop dust them, and nobody will know any better. So we played the little stinkers last year, and they only have one Christmas song, but we might as well play it again. Not to cut the cheese, waiting there for Santa. I thought that I'd explode. The gas bubble grew bigger with every ho ho ho. Tried my best to hide it, that I was doing swell. But when I sat down on Santa's lap, he hollered, "What's that smell?" I farted on Santa's lap. Well, they That's can great. go hang out with uh, Shirley Temple, I guess. Because she's getting nothing for Christmas. <laughs> right. Right. You also had a uh, funny fart on yes. here. So, you We're know, I, don't know, I don't know who funny fart is, but he's over near uh, Stevie Wonder right now. We just played more God. of that than we played of the cold play. <laughs> That's Holy. more entertaining than cold play. Uh, one, one is farts and one is shit. Hey, uh, hey, waka waka. All right, man, I'm just going to start going down the list here. What else we haven't played yet? Let yeah, me what see else we here. got going on? Uh, you ever heard this song Lost in the Snow by Bruce Hornsby? No, I saw it on there, but I have no idea what it is. Yeah, I, I like Bruce Hornsby a lot. Yeah, it was cool. Had that, uh, that's just the way it is, that song in the uh, 80s. Great and, song. You know, played Great with song. the dad a couple of times. He wrote yeah. a song, he wrote a Christmas song about a, a guy going out with his family to go find a Christmas tree, and he gets lost and he always dies. Oh, wow. And it's like, he's like, uh, oh, who? I'm, gonna, I'm starving to death, I'm freezing to death. Here, just listen to the lyrics. Such a 
a strong boy, good hacker too. Eight years old, could arm wrestle you. Fast as a horse and slick as a snake. We'll make it snappy, won't be late. That's weird as shit. Right? It's a real, like, happy sounding song. And I was listening to the lyrics, and he's like, I don't think I'm going to last much longer. And he's like, uh, I'm going to be with the angels soon. Or, like, it was, it was really weird. Like, animals are going to eat me. God, uh, Merry Christmas, dude. Yeah, right? Sorry to drag it down. I just thought it was a really weird song and haven't had a chance to talk about it yet the last couple of yeah, years. Yeah, definitely. So. Bruce Hornsby uh, in the range. Yeah, really weird. It's kind of a newer song, too. It's like, like a jazz album that he came out with. Weird. Henry Rollins is here. Yes, with Henry Shatner. Rollins. With yes. Shatner. There they Henry, are over there. Yes. I Henry see Rollins them. is uh, hey guys, much, like, what's up? much like much like Lemmy. He's always invited to our party. Yes. So. Henry, good to see you, brother. Yeah, he's uh, he's probably very happy that we've talked about him extensively on uh, over the over the last three years. So, Jingle Bells. Classic. It's so bizarre. But I love uh, it though. It's so bizarre. William Shatner's bizarre. Yeah. Like he is so weird. He's got a couple albums that are out too that are really odd. Well he does that like spoken word singing kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. And um yeah, that's probably the last album or song that Henry Rollins has done and he just doesn't make music anymore. No. no, he just does a spoken word thing, goes out yeah. there. I saw him this year. He was great. Yeah, you got the autographed picture of him, uh, the autographed poster in the in the bar. I do. I love it. It's great. Yeah, he's great, man. I, you know, we've talked about him. Shit, we at some point we'll do a whole episode on him too. Even though we have talked about him a lot. Over yeah, the we time, could, but. dude. We could just like talk about getting the band. His sure. Book, yeah. His first book. Yeah. 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 All the tra- the tragedy he went through that you know with his. Buddy got His murdered, buddy. or yeah, yeah. Oh. He's a he's a modern day Renaissance man, dude. He's just really interesting character. Yeah. Uh, who else I got in here? The Misfits. Yes, the Misfits. Not dancing covered. though. No, no. Can we talk about him then? Is, yeah, are the, it's the Misfits. The Misfits, Misfits matter without Danzig. All right, here yes. You go. Cool. They don't get enough. Uh, they don't get enough love. The Misfits. No, they. They maybe one day will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
maybe one day. Because that's a real like that's a that's a punk rockabilly kind of sound. Yeah, that we just hear like that sound like you can hear the connection to the Elvis version there. Totally. Well, you know, the Misfits were originally uh, like Glenn Dancing was yeah. when they first came out was supposed to be Zombie Elvis. Yeah, that was like his whole gig, which I think is brilliant. Yeah, we haven't talked about them very much either. Somehow we we glanced over them in the shock rock episode and the punk episode, but we'll we'll get around to them too, man. I'm just uh, I'm taking notes as we're talking, so I got my own naughty and nice list of all the acts that we need to talk to talk about. Another band that we have not somehow we've done 50 episodes and we haven't talked about a band that I really like, and that's the Kinks. Yes. How can you not love the Kinks, especially around Christmas time? I know they were. That's a band, dude. That they were supposed to come back on out on the road. They finally made up. And then the pandemic hit. I mean, they, they're like, you know, they're ancient. They're in their late yeah. 70s, early 80s or something. It's probably not going to happen now. But I was just having a conversation about this on the bar, about how they were supposed to do that. Yeah. It's a shame. Here's Father Christmas. One of my favorite Christmas songs. Yeah, totally. That's just a good song. No, it's, it's the right, lyrics it's, are fucking great. You know, give us some money or we're gonna beat the fuck out of you. It's right. The, and, and he makes a reference like his dad was working like three jobs or something. Like it's it's a little deeper than you know the punk rock. Like, well, just give me the machine gun, I'll shoot everybody and take your toys. Yeah. You know? Good stuff, man. I I that's a really great song. Speaking of toys, yeah. Didn't, didn't you see the misfit toys walking in with everybody? I did, and uh, they're actually in that that drawer in the kitchen where you keep all like the spare batteries and the you know the, the junk dr- everyone's got that junk drawer. Yeah, I I saw them over there. Let's go. Uh, let's go see what they're doing. Yeah, dude. Let me pull the drawer open, and they're probably gonna play a little bit of a song for us. All right. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. We're not Gabby and Gilly. Don't go round really nearly. Seems to us kind of silly that we don't fit in. We may be different from the rest. Who decides the test of what is really best? We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. Is there anything more rock and roll than that, right? Punk rock, no, heavy absolutely. metal. We're a couple I, I, of misfits. We're misfit toys, man. They're welcome here. If you don't know that, that's from the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer back from absolutely, the 60s. yeah, yeah. Claymation. The, one, the guy wants to be the dentist. The elf. I want to be a dentist. Yeah, man. I, while we're talking about like the weird, the silly kind of stuff, to be over in the corner, you probably got Mel Blank would be over there. Oh yeah, he's the he's legend. a man of a million voices. The legendary. Bugs Bunny, which is, you know, I learned everything I know about classical music. I learned from <laughs> Looney, from, from Looney too. I took, I took classes on that shit in college, and I learned more about it from K. 
killed a rabbit, killed a rabbit. <laughs> so here's a little bit of the hat I got for Christmas. E to be. They'll never play this. You'll never oh. hear this now. No. It's nice, but my sombrero is too big. Is it raining? Is it snowing? I can't see where I am going. Cause the hat I got for Christmas is too big. But ring the bells and beat the drum. Ring the bells and beat the drum. I'll ring the bells to be polite. But if I see that Santa Claus, I'm going to start a fight. So funny, man. Yeah, he was great. Those are my favorite. Those are my favorite cartoons. Yeah, he was the voice of so many different uh, Warner Brother cartoons. Yeah. Looney Tunes and so much stuff. Yeah, man. If Mel Blanc is in the corner with all the parody stuff, man, Bob Rivers would be sitting in there probably doing shots of uh, eggnog with him or something. You know. Totally. uh, yeah, and he had that awesome uh, version of "I Am Santa Claus," the parody of Saturn. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Play I think we show. opened up, we opened our first Christmas episode of this. Here you go. I am Santa Claus. I don't know if he's dude, still making music, dude. He's awesome. That's kind of terrifying. <laughs> In a Christmas way. He did the parody of like the 12 Days of Christmas or like the 12 Pains of Christmas. Okay. And it was, uh, I don't know, it was on, I don't know, it was out somewhere and it came on. And my kids were like, what the hell is this? Bizarre. And my wife and I were both like, dude, this, is, this stuff is awesome. It's so funny. Kids don't think shit's funny anymore. Uh, all right, man, I'm going to keep uh, going through here. You got BB King on here, BB King. We got to have you know, the king. He probably in his wheelchair. He's having a rough time. He had to take the uh, handicap ramp out of the party bus, but he did all Lang Syne as well. Awesome. Here you go. B.B. King was now. I'm so happy that I got to saw him in concert. Yeah, you've said that several times, man. And being in Memphis, like right after his funeral. Yeah. Oh, really they were cool. talking about his funeral when I was in Memphis. They said how the whole street was shut. Uh, Beatles Street was all shut down. And, yeah. And they were like basically carrying his coffin through the street. And I said to the waitress, when will you ever see anything like that ever again? And she was like, never. Absolutely. He was an American treasure. It's a He's not even like I. I don't even think kids even know who BB King is, or no. should they even care? I saw like the uh, he was on Sesame Street. 
and I know it's been on our list for a while to talk about like the music is like Sesame Street or the Muppet Show or uh, shit like that. But yeah, dude, I don't, I don't think I think you got to be into music to know him, right? He was, you know, the last ten years of his life, he was doing like the diabetes commercials, yes, stuff like that. But it's like, yeah, if you're not into music, dude, you don't, you, know, you probably don't know who he is. It's a shame. There's a lot of things we don't know about, like like gangster rap. I don't know too much about, but I found I, I found this band that I thought was pretty crunk and it, and it was they said Christmas is pretty crunk so there's a song on there so Christmas is crunk it's all the way at the bottom oh yeah all I want for Christmas is to be crunk by the Dirty Boys play that shit The bass is going to blow out my headphones. <laughs> I okay. thought it was hysterical, dude. Uh, I thought it was funny as hell. Well, we're in that vein. I've got All I Want for Christmas is Nudes by Trixie yes. Mattel. I found that one, too. Okay. I'm going to get some uh, Clorox wipes out. Wipe down <laughs> all the shit. These people, whatever they're, you know, probably double dipping in the, the <laughs> seafood dip. Ew. I don't want a date for Christmas I don't need a mouth to feed I don't want to buy you dinner Or to take you home with me I just want them on my phone Take some pics when you're alone Send some video to All I want for Christmas Is new isn't this great? <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. Okay. This is good. Dude, that's great. That's pretty good. Okay. I found that this afternoon. I, I was I was like, oh, this could go great with the show. It's the last song in the playlist. The guy probably flagged down the bus. It was leaving wherever it went, and he hopped on. And Hey, how about up. me? And we said, come on in, pal. Right. We got room. Right. Uh Every, all the misfit toys are welcome. Hop on in. Okay. That was pretty cool. Uh, I'm looking through here. What else we got on here? Santa Claus is coming to town by Les Paul. Yes, this is actually really good. Yeah, this is really cool. Here you go. We haven't talked about Les Paul that much either in the show. digging it you know les paul obviously Classic. one of the inventors of the electric guitar so we we did have we were gonna do an episode on les paul and leo fender and realized it was uh we're not smart enough to tackle that we're not guitar players yeah like, you know we how can we describe something we don't know anything about 
Yeah, realized that we're uh, we would do a shitty job when we pulled the plug on it. So even though, like, I mean, I've read like a book on them, and I was still like, yeah, dude, I wouldn't be able to do it justice. So no, because we, you talk about all kinds of different guitars and wiring and yeah. all that shit. We can't. Nah. We love our fans that much. We wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't put, put out a, that. a subpar product of us uh, yammering on. Santa's gonna kick your ass by the arrogant women. Yeah, man. There's not okay. there's nothing worse than arrogant women. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh, the arrogant worms. Excuse me. Well, there's, there's nothing worse. <laughs> them too. I kind of like great. that. Yeah, yeah man, I, it's great. I enjoyed that. Uh, Ghost you better reindeer. Be, you, be, you better be good because Santa's going to kick your ass. He's going to kick your ass. Ghost Reindeer in the Sky, the Carolyn Sills combo. I yeah. This is going to be Ghost Riders in the Sky, yeah. right, I, I guess. Totally, okay. yeah. All right. All right. I was looking for a Johnny Cash Christmas song to put on here. He he actually never recorded like, um, he never did like Jingle Bells or any traditional. He did a lot of like very Christian uh, Christmas yeah, stuff. Very, but nothing, yes. Yeah, very, Nothing Christmas. So. No. Dude, I, I love like that. it. Yeah, That's man. Awesome. Great stuff. Wow. That was really cool, man. Put put to that song. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know I, how I, I found it. I just, you know. I'll definitely go back and listen to that again. I was like, shit, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was cool. Wow. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little like shit. I I like that song. I I uh there's like an MTV unplugged version of Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash doing that together. All right, uh I think there's Two more songs on here. I want an alien for Christmas by Fountains Away. This Wayne. is great. I found this this afternoon also. Is it? I never even heard this before, but it's great. All right, here you go. This year for Christmas, there's something I'd really like. So if you're up there somewhere, Santa, please don't bring me another bike. I don't need any ugly sweaters, and I don't play much basketball. I want an alien for Christmas That's pretty cool It's cute I don't listen to um, uh, I don't listen to Fountains of Wayne very much I know they did that Stacy's mom has got it going on song Is that who they are? I, I, have, yeah. I found the song I thought it was interesting Just the alien part Like I yeah. never heard But yeah Is that who the band is? Oh, yeah right. Okay 
It's the only other song by them I know. But um, I didn't even know it was them. I got one other artist on the list, and that's a guy, J.D. McPherson. And, uh, Did we JD, invite him? Yeah, dude, dude, he's great. I invited him. I don't think uh, I told you. So really? I might have let him in through the back door. J.D. McPherson was like a... Um, He's a younger dude, but he plays a lot of like real throwback rockabilly, like uh, upright bass. And uh, he's got a song called Hey Skinny Santa. It sounds like it's from the 40s, but here you go. That's swinging, dude. I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Really I never cool. heard of him, bro. Yeah, dude. He's. Uh, I'll send you some of his other stuff, man. It's really, really cool. He, um, he plays like really small. Like he'll do like the uh, Collingswood Summer Festival or something. Okay. Like, a lot of like he's not that he's not that big but uh really cool man he was like guy was like a school teacher who decided he's like f it i'm gonna quit and just go make all this throwback 40s music so that's great yeah yeah we're we're big fans so i think that's it dude dude it was a hell of a party yeah dude everybody out last call folks come on now while everybody's filtering their way out the warden will be here till our next episode i do have some second thoughts i actually got something from omar but i'm gonna hold off on reading it and we actually got an, a really long email about Judas Priest and uh, some of their shit. I'm going to hold off for reading that till next, too, because uh, we've been here for a while. And I, I want to read one uh, second thought. And that was some feedback from the last episode. And it was uh, the two gentlemen that you talked about. That came oh, yeah, the bar. yeah, yeah. So they, they emailed us. They emailed us this morning. So they said, hey, what's up, guys? I love the podcast. You talked about me and my buddy Mike at the end of the metal episode. We stopped at McCusker's a few weeks ago for a few beers and got to talking about the podcast and some other music stuff with Ryan. Mike and I both grew up in South Philly, but now I live in media, and Mike is in South Jersey. Mike was the freestyle guy, and I was the rocker, LOL. Mike did tell me he was turned on to the Stones by you guys talking about them and breaking them down. I appreciate the music knowledge you guys share and like learning about the stuff along with you. I love listening, and we will be stopping into the bar once again. I know the Dead and Fish are big influences for you guys, so check out the band Dogs in a Pile. They're a jam band getting some national recognition. They're heavily influenced by the Dead and Fish. My 13-year-old son and I saw them at the Foundry in December. They played for four hours. Great fucking show, and they're really talented musicians. They're out of Asbury Park. How about you guys do a jam band episode? Thanks again for the great show. Keep it up. Merry Christmas, Joe. So, Joe, thank you for writing in, man. Yeah, you guys were yeah. so fucking awesome that night. Yeah, Joe so and Mike. Cool. Joe and Mike, thanks, man. Um, I'll, I'll write him back. I didn't get a chance today. I said I, I saw it. I sent it to you, and I was like, dude, we got to talk about this tonight. Oh um, yeah, those guys were so super cool at the bar. I hope th- I hope that I see you guys soon. Yeah, man. I was like, dude, if I'm there, I'll, I'll buy you guys each a beer. So really, really cool. All right, I got some uh, some real quick music news. I got two things, then we'll get the electric chair and we'll get the hell out of here. Music news. Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas" is the number one song in the Billboard chart again. I thought that was really interesting because then it, it shows about how much like um, streaming factors into this. So I went on the yes. Billboard the Billboard Hot 100 and I looked at the top 10 
and five of the top ten songs are all Christmas songs. So number one is Mariah Carey. Number two is Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. Number three is Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Number four is Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Ives. And number nine is Last Christmas by Wham. And the Mariah Carey song has been a number one hit in 2017, 2019, 2020, and 2022. So modern music doesn't matter. Anymore. It's like if you go on Spotify and you play all this Christmas stuff, right? Like the, like us playing, no, the Christmas, yeah. the, us playing the Christmas music during the show tonight is contributing toward the Billboard charts. I mean, you know, it's it's amazing to see like what is affecting the charts. Like this year, uh, Stranger Things, Metallica was on Stranger Things. Right, Kate Bush was was huge, and they totally got some huge plays out of that shit and made a lot of money. Yeah, just from being on that TV show. Yeah, it's just crazy how much like that, you know, how that works. The business end of music has all changed so much. Yeah. You can have a song that's 20 years old and become a hit. Right, like fucking Burl Ives is the number four country. The number four song in the country is just crazy. Yeah. But, um, all right, and the other music news I had is uh, Biggie Smalls concert. So this was announced a few weeks ago, but I just saw it. Facebook's parent company, Meta, announced that they're going to do a virtual reality concert with Biggie Smalls on uh, December 16th. So that would be this weekend that we're doing the show. Show when the show comes out, it'll be this past weekend. So a you know the, they they sell those like yeah you know, the virtual headsets that you put on the yeah. the Oculus yeah and there's going to be a virtual notorious Big. He's going to do a bunch of uh, hits and he's going to be joined by like Diddy and Lil C's and a bunch of other people that he recorded with and um, it's uh, supposed to celebrate Biggie Smalls would have been his 50th birthday, but his wow. mom it, like his estate is all on board with it. So I, it just made me think about, like, uh, you know, there's so much shit around, uh, like, ticket prices going through the roof and stuff like that. And remember, like, you know, there was, like, the hologram, like, the Buddy Holly hologram. Yeah, yeah. Or it was, like, what, you know, if you're in virtual reality, what do you, you know, what do you, is that going to look cooler than the hologram? I don't know. Did you see the statue that they made for Biggie in Brooklyn? Yes. Yeah. That was, that is some cool looking shit. Yeah. I'll be curious to hear how the... Um, how the 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 virtual reality thing goes like what does it look like yeah. it's supposed to be I have, like my, he's... I have my doubts yeah I, I do too but um you know some of that like the, those hologram things like you know it was like what like Roy Orbison and Buddy Holly like, okay cool yeah. but at some point like if it, becomes, if it becomes so realistic it's like would you go see a virtual reality Taylor Swift for 30 bucks versus no, but go I, I a go real see I'd go see uh, Freddie Mercury. Sure. 30 right. bucks. They go see an image of him. Right. I do that. Yeah. And if it's all virtual reality, like you go see him and play in front of, uh, I don't know, the Roman Coliseum or the Giza Pyramids, right? You can go see him yeah. wherever. So, yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see where, uh, we'll see where all that shit goes in 20 years. We may not be around anymore, but it sounds pretty, pretty crazy. So, I don't think I want to be around for rock and roll then. Yeah. Everything's um, we're gonna see like Springsteen like from like seventy something the image of him running around from like nineteen seventy two. Right. You just, like, you're gonna you're gonna put the headset on, you don't need to leave your house. You can be wherever you want and see whatever you want and I don't know, man. It's like the Matrix kind of shit, but Take uh, the red pill. 
Yeah. I don't know, man. I know we did the episode a couple weeks ago, like, is rock and roll dead? And I went into a meeting for work, and uh, somebody I work with was like, hey, man, we're, uh, you know, we're getting ready to settle in. And the guy's like, hey, Bruce. He's like, rock and roll ain't dead, brother. Yeah. I, was kinda, I was like, and I just looked at him. I was like, what? And he's like, I heard about your podcast, dude. And, you know, just, yeah, you know, when somebody says something to you in a completely different context. Dude, um, it, it is a great humbling thing when people talk to me about the the podcast like how they like it right. and it's like part of me gets like shy like oh gee whiz so you know i don't take compliments well yeah yeah and it was like and then the guy was like texting me like hey uh, uh my uh, guy jeff i work with he was a great guy but he was like oh jack white here's the do you hear this jack white out you know people he's like texting me shit now and i was kind of like you know i didn't make a big deal of uh yeah, I don't. I don't talk about the show at work and make a big deal out of it and all that other kind of stuff. So, but really cool. The electric chair. So the electric chair is where we kill a song. I found a, a Christmas song that I want to kill. It's killing it. That is, I want you for Christmas by Cheap Trick. Ah, uh, the trick that's cheap. All it is is, I want you to want me, and just took out everything and just made it a Christmas song. They just, it's a, just yeah. a. All right. That's so Right? It's like, I mean, dude, I get it, man. Christmas is a smash and grab, but it's the same oh, that's song. that's bad. That's bad. It's the same song, and it's just, I want you for Christmas. I need you for Christmas. How can they? Well, you know, it's different when D. Snyder did it. Like, he got a little bit more fucking, like, creative than, than what they're doing like that. Remember he did Oh, Come On? Right. Yeah. That was a little bit more, more uh, creative than this. Yeah, this is just like a... It's not a bad song on its own, but when you think about what it's ripping off, you're like, it's just... It's, Couldn't they it's write th- their own song? could they do it? Right. Like, they could have took the flame and made a fucking Christmas song out of that. Right. It's the definition of smash and grab. Or the Dream Police. They could have done the right. Dream Police song. Yeah, it's just a shitty... Uh, the all right, Christmas let's just, Police... It's you know what the we went to some concert some festival for a day the warden and I and they were playing and the song came on and we were all we're screaming like I want you to get off the fucking stage because you're terrible. No, I was with you guys. Were you? Yeah, that? it was the Motley Crue concert. Was it? Oh, I've seen I've seen cheap no, trick. No, it, it was the MMR. It was the yeah the MMR barbecue. Yes, That's yeah, what it yeah, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were like opening for like Soundgarden and Alice in yeah, Chains and it was like right. weird. Yeah, they didn't it, belong there. It rained like a motherfucker that day. Yes, 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 it poured rain. So, all right, we're going to... We sentence you to death. Zap. Yeah, no good. Buzz. So I think that wrapped up episode 54, and we put it under the tree. Hopefully everybody's getting the hell out of here. You know, I still have to go to work in the morning, so hopefully Lemmy's, Lemmy will be up up till 11 o'clock in the morning drinking, but... Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He, he'll come open the bar with me tomorrow morning. Yeah, right. He doesn't sleep, so... Uh, we only played 30-second clips of the songs on the show, so we don't wind up on Santa or Columbia Records' naughty list. But if you want to hear all the songs we talked about, you can check out the show notes for a link to an episode playlist. 
We put one together for every episode so you can listen to and support all of these artists. You can also go to the show notes to links to our Facebook and our Twitter accounts, our website at prisonersofrockandroll.com, and our email address at show at prisonersofrockandroll.com. And if you're out in Philadelphia wrapping up your holiday shopping, stop on the McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets. We'll be happy and, to see you. We'd love it. And before we close out, we both want to just wish you and your families Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Diwali, Festivus, whatever you celebrate this time of year. Yeah. You know, Have uh, a happy holiday. This last episode of our show put us over 23,000 downloads over the last two years. Wow. And that, that just blows my mind. Totally. It's it's amazing like just to think about people are just people we're not just talking to ourselves bruce people are listening to us right and i'm so thankful um yeah i'm very you, thankful there's a million other things everybody could do and you're spending the time with us it's just really really cool and hope you're enjoying the journey you're learning something along with us and having a good time yeah man uh, we're going to be back in early january with episode 55 and we the first episode ideas. of season yeah. three, we have a do we have a long list of shit, man. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. So no, we're going to keep on cranking it out. Right on. All right, my brother. Well, I hope you have a very, very special Merry Christmas, Bruce. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Yeah, I hope, I'll, I hope it's a jolly one. I do too, and uh, I hope you and your dad and your brother and everybody have a great one too. And uh, yeah, that'll be the longest stretch I've been without talking to you in a while. Yes, dude, it's been a great year for the for the podcast. We're having a great time, dude. And getting yeah. to getting to hang out with you every two weeks and talk about music is just uh, very special to me. So, I really very special doing to me, Bruce. You're my yeah. man. You know that. Yep, I love you too, brother. Yeah, bro. All right, we'll be back in two weeks. Keep on rocking. Peace out. I'm just a achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts 
or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.